Hi everyone, welcome to You Scream Ice Cream, where I talk about life and parenting with no sugar coating. Today I have a special episode with you. Today I have Lauren on the pod. Welcome. I'm so excited to have you on. Um, Lauren is a mom of two and she has a one and two year old, right? Yeah, Lukey just turned three on Saturday. Oh, three. Bad. Yes. <laughs> okay. So let's start also out. screaming in the background. <laughs> Always they want to be on. <laughs> I know. So we're going to start with some would you rathers. So, would you rather eat baby food for the rest of your life or make baby food the rest of your life? Okay, so it depends. Um, if it was, like, baby food fruit, I could eat it 24-7. Yeah. Like, baby food bananas are delicious, um, but anything else is disgusting. Um, so, I could make it 24-7 if it was not fruit. <laughs> like, blend it up, anything else just sounds horrible <laughs> like the <laughs> like the meat like the, oh gosh no i can't even buy it i have actually <laughs> never bought baby food like that i wonder i wonder if they still make like those hot dogs that come in the water do you remember oh, that? yes disgusting <laughs> okay. i can't i can't <laughs> I think I distinctively remember the smell. <laughs> yeah, no. I have a really weak stomach, so just the thought of certain things makes me nauseous. So I, I can't do it. Yeah. Especially once you have a girl, I feel like, ugh, <laughs> everything. Yo. Yeah, no. Tatum, though, she could eat anything. Like, she would probably chow down on those little floating <laughs> hot dogs. Like... <laughs> Mm-mm. No. No. <laughs> okay. It's terrible. <sighs> I think I'd just rather, yeah, make it myself. Oh, yeah, me too. I could not. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather clean up puke all day or change number two diapers? Oh, yeah, back to the weak stomach thing. Um... <laughs> I cannot do throw up. I can't. <laughs> like, I could change a poopy diaper every single day, all day long, but I cannot do throw up. I'm the opposite. Really? I, I can do, with puke to me, it's just food with stomach acid, but. <laughs> okay, well. Poo is just, my dog's rolled in poop too many times. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's. And oh. I'm just, uh, <laughs> no thanks. I have just recently had to do, like, three-year-old vomit. Oh. And that is the worst thing ever. Like, when babies throw up, I feel like it. there's really nothing to it other than just a liquid. Yeah. You know? But, like, big kid vomit is just... <laughs> no. Yeah, it probably doesn't no. smell good either. <laughs> no, it's absolutely terrible. Yeah. Would you rather be pregnant or be a month postpartum? Mm, okay, this was probably the toughest would you rather. Um, I'm horrible at would you rathers anyways because I'm like the most indecisive person ever. <laughs> um, I always see both sides. So yeah. I'm like, eh, well, um, 
So after I was pregnant with Lukey, um, when I had him, I had really bad postpartum. Mm -hmm. So that first couple months was just terrible. Like, Mm -hmm. I could never go back to that. Um, But I think that postpartum is a very beautiful thing. Yeah. um, Because our bodies are amazing. Like, if you Mm -hmm. think about the start of pregnancy through, I mean, even now, like... Our bodies go through so much mm-hmm. that I think that it's the whole thing is just amazing. Yeah. Um, but I liked being pregnant, if that's weird. Um, I liked my bump. I liked how I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt very comfortable in my own skin. So I think I would rather be pregnant. Okay. Um, but I think postpartum is like a really cool thing. I just remember being so sleep deprived postpartum. postpartum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, our grandma and grandpa's made us. So I had oh, on Mother's Day, so they had a bunch of like leftover cookout food, and so we had like hot dogs and hamburgers we were eating, and I was so tired one <laughs> day. I went to put a hamburger in a hot dog bun, and I'm like, why is this not fitting? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, uh, that's... Were you in labor for a long time? I was in labor for 36 hours. Me, too! The exact amount of time! That's so crazy! Yeah, and then Elle's head got stuck. Mm. And they had a cut. They had to do a C-section. So me too. That's exactly what happened with Lukey. That's so weird. It's like I wish I would have known going in that she wasn't gonna fit. <laughs> uh yeah, yes. And that would have made life, you know, a lot easier. Yep. And okay. I don't remember like the first couple days because I think that was just so traumatic, being like that, like and exhausting. When we get to when we get later on in your questions, you're going to be mind blown at how I answered these because that is like almost word for word what I said. Really? Like it was Lukey's labor was just not. Yeah, it was a very traumatic experience. And if I would have known at the beginning what ended up happening at the end, I would have just had a C-section right off the get. Right. No questions asked. Okay, so I think my answer for this is, if I'm pregnant in the third trimester, I would rather be pregnant. My first and second were terrible because I was throwing up and I thought I was literally going to (laughs) die. And postpartum... (sighs) The first month was okay because my husband was helping me a lot and he was off. But yep. once he went back to work, that was really hard. So yeah, yeah, I think that was a hard one. Yeah, I should have thought that through. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're gonna go on to the interview part. So how was your pregnancy the second time around? Did anything surprise you? Um, I wouldn't say anything necessarily surprised me, but I was so exhausted um that first time you're pregnant you have all you're working and you have everyday normal tasks but when you get home from work you can kind of lay around and you don't 
like nothing has to get done. Mm-hmm. But the second time, because of how close our two kids are, there was no time to just lay around. Right. Like yeah. I was trying to chase a one-year-old and it was like impossible to get the rest that I needed to get. Oh, so yeah. that was definitely different. Um, the only thing that surprised me was how fast I started showing. Mm. Like I had a bump so fast and I didn't want to tell anybody right away, but I didn't have a choice because mm-hmm. I like, I couldn't even wear the clothes that I had anymore. <laughs> that reminds me of when I was pregnant and <laughs> I couldn't go anywhere and I was in and out of the hospital and my family's like, what's going on? And I'm like, I'm not technically supposed to tell you, but I am pregnant. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, yeah. That was very different the second time. Like, I showed so fast. I gained a lot of weight with both my pregnancies, so it wasn't surprising that I was had a belly. Like, I was the weight gain wasn't surprising, but just how it happened. Right. But I would say the second time around was easier, I thought, in a weird way. Was that because maybe you knew what you were expecting in a way? I did, and I knew, like, how my body was going to change. Mm-hmm. Um I have a boy and a girl, so I was expecting differences to happen once I found out I was having a girl, mm-hmm. but I pretty much felt the same both times. Awesome. Um, with my first pregnancy, which was with my son, I did all the old wives tales that you see on Pinterest, and mm-hmm. everything I, every symptom I was having was like, oh, you're having a girl, you're having a girl. Yeah. But my <laughs> mom instinct was like, no, it's a boy. Like, I just really? thought it was a boy. And I don't know if it's because I wanted a boy. Mm-hmm. And then we had the ultrasound, and he was a boy, and he didn't hide it. And I was like, <laughs> I knew it. Like, I knew it was a boy. I wasn't surprised. But every test I took was like, girl, girl, girl. Uh-huh. It was weird. Huh. Yeah. I remember Ella's ultrasound, and she'd always, like, have her fists up. Like, she's about to punch, like, <laughs> box. <laughs> She was crazy, so... And we could never get, like, that 3D ultrasound because her hands were always up on her. That's how Lukey was, too. (laughs) Always over his face. All right, so with birth, were you more calm your second time around? And how did birth go um, each time? The second time around was so much better than the first time around. Um, So even before... I got to my third trimester, I was anxious about birth. Like, I would watch videos. I would think about it. The whole process, I think, is amazing, but it just terrified me. Like, to be honest, I have a pretty high pain tolerance, but something about birth was just like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) It terrified me. Um, But then I wanted a natural delivery. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to – I wasn't against medicine. I never was like, oh, no epidural for me. I was like – I would like one as soon as I get there, please. Um, mm-hmm. But I wanted to try to, like, have a vaginal delivery. Um, so I got induced at 40 weeks and th- uh, at 40 weeks exactly, actually. And I ended up having him 40 weeks and three days. Um, oh. I was in labor for 36 hours, but I never got to push. Um, but I was contracting the whole time didn't get an epidural until 30 hours in um and then I had to have an emergency c-section 
And I was so tired after that experience that I don't think that that helped my postpartum at all. Um, And then on top of it, he wasn't latching, so he wasn't eating, and he just screamed forever. And my pumps weren't in yet. Like, the whole thing was just very traumatic. Um, And so my second time around, I they were so close together that my doctor wouldn't allow me to try vaginally um, because they didn't want anything to tear. And it was the best. It seriously was like the recovery, I would say, was maybe a little harder because I had so much scar tissue and it was a little more painful. But Mm -hmm. mentally, the whole process was just it was so much better. I was so calm going into it. I was scheduled. I knew what was happening. I knew what to expect after a C-section. Like, I think naturally you get anxious when you're getting ready to have a baby, regardless of the process, but so much better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. um, So, like we were saying earlier, our stories are very, very similar, and I feel like you could talk for hours about Uh birth because it's just so crazy. And I'm the type of person I do better with going with the flow of things because uh-huh. if I try to plan every little detail out and it doesn't go the way I expect, I'll be like, oh no. It's like, yeah. and then, yeah. And I kind of, in a weird way, felt like <laughs> because I wanted to have it a natural birth, but somewhere deep inside me was like, you're probably going to end up with a C section. <laughs> yes. So. I am the opposite. I am a planner. I am like a type A personality through and through. So I had a birth plan and how it was going to And then you get there and things don't go the way they go. And you're like, wait a second. But, but the birth plan, right. <laughs> like, why is that not happening? And so then after having my son, it totally changed my perspective. Like mm-hmm. I tell first time moms all the time like you can have a birth plan that's fine but you have to be okay with yeah it not going that way yeah you know I remember I so I got induced as well and we were trying everything under the sun to get me to dilate they put like a balloon in me yep and I just remember the nurse practitioner was like do you have a high pain tolerance? Because, like, most people, like, yell when you put that in. I'm like, I let this baby out. Like, I don't give a crap what you do. <laughs> do you know what laughing gas is? Like, yes. the mask that you wear and it's supposed to calm you down? hmm I went through two tanks of that oh. at the hospital in labor because they wouldn't give me an epidural and nothing oh. was working. They had gone through so many different techniques to try and get me to dilate, and nothing was happening. I think with my son, I only dilated to, like, a four after 36 hours. I think I was less than that. It's insane. Yeah, I feel like if I do have another child, I don't know if I'm going to get induced. I'm going to try to... Try. Yeah, not do that again. But I was very, like... So... I have a little bit of scoliosis, so I was kind of afraid to have an epidural. So, 
I tried morphine for a while, mm-hmm. and they did a nurse rotation, and I had to wait extra long for my oh. morphine, and I was yelling. My mom's like, Sarah, I've never seen you so angry. <laughs> <laughs> so did you end up getting an epidural? Yes. Or just this? Okay, yeah. Yeah. I was so mad. I'm like, you people need to take this pain away. <laughs> Fun fact about me, um, I have scoliosis also. I actually had a back brace for it. Um, and that's why they wouldn't do the epidural oh. for so long because they were like afraid that it, you know, they couldn't get it in the right spot. And finally, my mom went out to the nurse's station and was like, it is 2019. Why is she in this much pain for this long? Someone needs to do something. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. So with mine, I don't, they didn't really know I had it. I, for some reason, it wasn't in my chart. And then Uh the guy went to put it in my back and he's like, you know you have scoliosis? I'm like, yes. <laughs> Where did you have her at? St. Charles. Okay. All right. So where are we now? So during your postpartum experience, how did your maternity leave go? Um, Both were a little different. Um, When I had Lukey... I was working in the salon and and doing it and then COVID happened. Um, so right when I was getting ready to go back to work, the everything shut down. So I had like six months with him um, and that was amazing. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't really a true maternity leave, I don't think, because I was home for so long and Um, wasn't working full-time even when I went back to work so I kind of had the leniency to just go as I pleased um but with my daughter I was at a job where I was working full-time and I had a true maternity leave and that was it was different and it was hard going back to work knowing leading up to it that you don't have a choice and you have to go back to work um, and work is good for me, so I need that. I always thought I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, but I, I don't think so. I don't think I could do it. I like a part-time job would be perfect. You know, work a little, be a stay-at-home mom a little. Um, but I definitely thrive on some sort of a schedule and organization, so that was good for us. Um. But going back to work was hard. Leaving your babies is always hard. But once you once I got into the routine, it, it was good. It was good for us. Mm-hmm. Do you work? I work part time. Okay. Um, we just decided. Ella's a very challenging baby, mm-hmm. and I just did not feel comfortable putting her in daycare the days that we don't have a babysitter for yeah um so for now that works I do enjoy working I don't think I could be home all the time either it just I'd always get like this trapped feeling and when I was off for two months like I was about to lose my mind oh yeah (laughs) in the house I'm like this feels like um COVID quarantine again (laughs) yeah so 
And maybe that makes it worse, too, because we were trapped in our houses for so long. True. <laughs> but, yeah. Working part-time has been definitely a blessing for us. So. Yeah, that's good, though. How was healing from your C-sections? Um, so the first one, I think physically, I healed pretty well. Um, I have a high pain tolerance, so I wasn't in a ton of pain. But mentally trying to heal from that one was way difficult. Um, I think the traumatic birth experience didn't help. Um, and right after I had Lukey, um, my papa passed. So I was trying to heal from that as well. Oh, yeah. that. Um, so there was just a lot going on. So the healing after the first one, it, it was rough. Mm-hmm. Um, the second time around, I was physically in more pain. But I knew what to expect, so in a way, yeah. it was better. But mentally, I was in a much better space. So both both C-sections had different healing, if yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say my body definitely healed better after the first one. Just all around, like, your, your scar and my body. Um... And then the second time around, it was just different. It was different. I definitely was not expecting with the C-section that it would... It personally took me about two weeks to be able to walk like normal. And it's like, how can... Like, like if I was a single mom, like how would a single mom do that without, like, help? I ask myself that all the time because it was, I remember after I had Tatum, I had a funeral to go to like five days after she was born. And my brother was at the house with us because he was going with us and he is just, he's like a class clown. So he's just funny. Mm -hmm. And he did something and it made me laugh so hard, but it hurt so bad to laugh. So I'm like hunched down on the floor in the fetal position. So mad at him for making (laughs) me laugh because it hurt so bad to laugh. And that happened twice. The first time I'm in the hospital still. And you know how they give the dad all this paperwork to fill out while you're, you know, healing. So Tyler's trying to fill out this paperwork and he, to be nice, is just asking me the dumbest questions. But it's funny. Like, why are you asking me this? Um, We still have a running joke because the paperwork is called the dad's a secondary parent. So he's like, apparently I'm the secondary parent. (laughs) And so I'm laughing so hard and it hurts. Like it hurts to laugh. It hurts to cough. It hurts to sneeze. Yeah. And then moms are just expected to go home with the baby and take care of the baby and then go back to work in eight weeks after having major surgery. It's just, it's just crazy. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Oh, the thing that, like, I don't even remember doing my discharge paperwork or having my husband do it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like my memory was just wiped somehow. Which is, yeah. it makes me kind of sad because I don't remember, like, 
people holding her or anything. Did you have to be put to sleep during your C-section? Or do you think you were just so tired? I think I was so tired and the anesthesiologist was just juicing me up so much. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I was just out of it. My husband's like, yeah, you basically slept for like two and a half days. I go, okay. How alike or different were your babies in the newborn stage? So they both definitely had different personalities, I would say. Um, My son was a pretty fussy baby. He was colicky, so he screamed a lot. Um, And he had a terrible witching hour. I mean, from like four to six every single Mm -hmm. day, he just screamed and screamed and screamed. And it was, oh, it was so hard. He just cried. He was not the best sleeper either, so he would fight his sleep every single day but then once he fell asleep he was good so that was the good thing about him he would fall asleep and he would sleep for a long time and then I could kind of prolong his naps Mm -hmm. my daughter much mellower baby I mean so calm slept all the time but she liked cat naps Mm -hmm. so she would sleep for little bits at a time which was hard to get anything done because as soon as you Mm. got her to sleep you put her down then she was up for a little bit and then wanted to fall asleep again so that was difficult but she was so much calmer than he was um wasn't colicky so she hardly ever screamed I mean she was a newborn so she screamed Mm -hmm. but not inconsolably like he did Mm -hmm. um she was <laughs> probably TMI, but he had really bad, like, belly issues, so it was really hard for him to go to the bathroom, Oh, which I think also played into him being so fussy, mm-hmm. but she has never struggled in that area, mm-hmm. so she would blow out her diaper every single day oh the amount of outfits that we had to go through for her i'm sure she'll love this in like 18 (laughs) years if she goes and listens to this but (laughs) she just oh my gosh that girl that girl can poop (laughs) it was so different because lugie was not like that so i was like oh my gosh sister like you (laughs) it was just so it was it was so much it was so much (laughs) um so yeah, they were they were pretty different as the newborn actually. Older, Luki is definitely the calmer one, and oh. she is feisty. <laughs> like she, yeah, I'm definitely gonna get my karma with her for sure because she, yeah, yeah. That's the funny thing is to my sister's. So my sister has a gonna be two year old, and then she has a six month old. And her two month, her two year old, um, was very colicky, same type of thing. And then her second, her daughter, she's mellow as well. So uh-huh. it seems like some people maybe get lucky. I don't know how I could deal with two colicky babies. I oh 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 um. Yes, Ella would scream. I. Just, 
so after four weeks of age, she started, we just could not get her to sleep during the day. And I remember I called my mom crying because I had the baby blues. And I'm like, Mom, babies are supposed to be easy. You told me they just <laughs> eat, sleep, and poop. And I got a broken one. She won't sleep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But seriously, that, yeah. Uh, so I did so much research. And then you actually recommended to me to take her on walks. And that helped tremendously to get her to go to sleep and I'm like these people my neighbors probably think I'm crazy because I take three walks a day <laughs> but my baby sleeps so yep you know um yep we don't walk anymore because I hate the cold but <laughs> and she she does better right now with naps so yeah more of right now if I would take her on a walk, she would get sidetracked staring at everything and probably right, yeah. fall asleep. Now she's interested in everything <laughs> that she sees. Yes. So jumping into getting babies to sleep other than strollers, do you uh, can't talk. Do you have any other tips that you would want to share with anybody? <sighs> no. See, Lukey was such a hard one to get to go to sleep that, honestly, during the day, that was the only way to get him to sleep was the stroller, the car, Mm -hmm. just something moving. Mm -hmm. Um, The older he got, probably around three, four, five months old, I would have to hold him still, but he would fall asleep Mm -hmm. much easier. Um, But I have always been a cuddled to sleep type mom um if you can let your babies cry it out honestly good for you but I just can't do it for my it's not good for my anxiety and I just I cuddle I cuddle my babies I still cuddle my babies to sleep um and we just try to do some sort of a nighttime routine to get them winding down Mm -hmm. um it's not the same every single night and it's not anything super fancy but just something so their little minds uh, remember okay you know we're in the bath now bedtime comes after the bath right like something that's not we live a really crazy life we're always busy we always have something to do Mm -hmm. and so their sleep schedule has never been like your typical doctor recommended sleep schedule and because seven o'clock bedtimes for us, it, it doesn't work. And so we've kind of had to try to find our own way of bedtime, I guess. Sleep time. Ella still, God bless her. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, um, uh, well, this past week has been bad because she had an ear infection and uh. that she just couldn't sleep. Um, Yes, so she still fights her sleep, and we just do everything under the sun, and I just let her wear herself out. That's all I can do, and then she eventually goes to sleep. Um, But I did try to cry it out one night, because I was at my wit's end. I'm like, please just go to sleep. Maybe this crying out thing will work. No, 
She screamed for 45 minutes. She got so upset, she started puking. Oh. And it took me another hour to calm her down. And she's weird. I have to take her into the bathroom and turn the bathtub water on for her to calm down. (laughs) So I was sitting in the bathroom with the water running. I couldn't put her in the bath, but with the water running for an hour. I'm like, I'm never doing this again. No, no. It... It just, it never seems to work the way that people say it's going to work. Because Lukey is the same way every single night. Even when I was holding him, he would scream for like an hour. Mm -hmm. And if I would have laid him down by himself, it was longer than that. And I, I just can't do it. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah, kudos to the people it works for, but definitely not for every baby. All right, let's wrap this up. So what advice would you give yourself as a first-time mom? If you could go back in time. If I could go back in time, the advice I would give myself is to just give yourself so much grace. Um, It is so hard. And my mom told me this from the very beginning that we are becoming moms in a time of social media and everyone has an opinion Mm -hmm. and you'll constantly feel like you should be doing something more or doing something different or well why is this baby acting this way and my baby does this or this mom does this or and you just have to do the best for you and your baby and that's all that matters and God picked you for your baby and you're a rock star. You know, every mom goes through things and a lot of the time it's done silently. Mm-hmm. And you just gotta have, you gotta have grace. You gotta give yourself grace. I love that so much. I just remember when, I, uh, like I said, when I called my mom, Balling, so I'm like, I don't know. I apparently don't know how to take care of a baby. I can't get my baby to sleep. I see online like how important it is for babies to sleep, and I would try everything on in the books to get her to sleep, and she wouldn't. And I just felt like such a failure as a mother. And I remember I went into her doctor's office, and I was like breaking down to her doctor, and she's like, "This is normal." Uh-huh. And don't look stuff up online because it's a lot of <laughs> things that don't apply to every single child. And yeah. Um. Appreciate your social media platform because you show the real and the raw and the good, but also the bad. And that's what I feel like moms, first-time moms, second-time moms, that's what they need to see because it shows other moms out there that I'm not alone. Yeah. Um, Other people struggle with, and every, as kids get older, there's going to be other things that they struggle with, like eating. My son's a terrible eater, but you follow moms on social media who their kids are eating five course meals every meal and Mm -hmm. it it doesn't it doesn't work that way right 
And if we constantly are comparing our kids and ourselves to other people, it it's just going to eat us up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So thank you for using your platform to just be real. In a weird way, <laughs> it's almost nice seeing other moms struggle because then you don't feel like you're alone. Yeah, I remember with the sleep thing, I... I talked with you and then I think I might have posted something and I was so afraid of being judged. I'm like, I hope people don't look at me like, oh my gosh, she doesn't know what she's doing. And I had so many people reach out and they're like, I'm going through the exact same thing. I just had a baby and it, it just blew my mind. And I'm like, why don't more people, you know, talk about this stuff? Right. So that's a huge reason why I do this and I've met so many great people and met have really good connections with a lot of people that struggle too and we all struggle so it was really nice to have you on um you too thanks for having me and we will catch you next time thank you thank you